You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. No matter what, continue to do our, what we do every day, actually. It doesn't change. We will be stuck in our apartment with our computer, with our microphone, guitar, whatever what, but we will continue to give this to people because they need it. They need to uh, uh, identify to music. They need to. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs art, whatever it is. Movies, paintings, scenes. They need it. Everybody needs that. And I will struggle. I will fight until my last breath for this to happen because it, people need art. They need vision of people. They need to recreate with another human. They need to see the mirror of themselves into art. This is my mission here. During this COVID, it's all I can do. This is my mission. That's it. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope that you all had a glorious weekend. I most certainly did. It is getting so damn beautiful here in Montreal. It is hot. It is fun. It is nice to get out there and enjoy some craft beer in the sun. You forget how much you love that when it's damn cold in the winter. But I'm also super excited because Brutal North America launches next week. That's right. From the 21st of June to the 25th, there are 22 unique band collabs, which are dropping all across the United States and Canada. I am so damn excited about this. Brutal North America is presented by Indie Merch Store, is fueled by Heartbeat Hot Sauce Company, and is supported by Yakima Chief Hops. I'm so damn excited about this. Just to name off a few of these insane collabs that are coming up. From here in Canada, we got Brewski and Acurian. We got Kanawaki Brewing Company that's doing another brew for my band, Cryptopsy. There's Le Fermentor and The Agonist. There's Overhop Canada and Beyond Creation. From the United States, we got Bone Up Brewing that's been paired with Fuming Mouth. There's Brutal Beer Works, that's got a brew for Abigail Williams, and Speciation Artisan Ale is making a brew for Battlecross. That is just to name a few. There are so many more. If you want to see the full list and would like to find some more info about Brutal North America, head on over to my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S dot com. And all of the pertinent information is there. This Vox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter. They put on a bunch of sick shows throughout the year. But more than that, they also put on one of North America's best metal festivals. And that's the absolute truth. I say this because it is true. I have played festivals all across the globe and Heavy Montreal is up there with the best of them. I am so, so damn stoked that Heavy Montreal has started booking shows again. They have announced that coming up this fall, they got Ginger with Suicide Silence. They've announced All Them Witches. They have announced that Bloodbath will be coming
coming through in 2022, and they have also announced that Ramstein is coming through in August of 2022. I am so, so stoked to have Heavy Montreal behind the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I would just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I'm asking you to rate it and write a review because when you do that, more metalheads just like yourself will be able to discover the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, why do I say this? It's because when someone's looking for a new podcast to listen to, what do they do? They scroll down. They look at the reviews. If the reviews for that podcast claim that that podcast is awesome, interesting, they will most definitely give that podcast a chance. So if you were to write a review for the Vox and Hops Metal podcast, you could actually be the person that sways someone into becoming a future Vox and Hops head. And that would be something that I would truly, truly appreciate. Now, on today's episode with Lao Le Prunek, the insanely talented vocalist of Igor, as well as Edison. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops episode number 273. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Lau Le Prunenek, the vocalist, the phenomenal vocalist of uh, Riesen and Igor in 69. Uh, I've been a fan for many, many years, so uh, I was really, really looking forward to this one. Thank you. Let's start with a simple yet complex question. Whoa. How have you been coping with the glorious year, which is now behind us, of 2020? I made a lot of things, actually, because, uh, you know, I don't let myself uh, lazy because uh, uh, for me it was actually uh, I'm very sad for uh, this crisis <laughs> I'm very sad for many 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 people that live the uh, living a nightmare actually it's a nightmare you can go on stage you can express yourself as a musician all the people from the culture are touched and I'm very very sad for this uh, actually, all the people from the music scene are stuck somehow, you know, we yeah. are all stuck. But uh, for me, it was uh, an opportunity to be home. When I say home, I don't say particularly my home, but I say a place where you can be yourself and you can actually uh, uh, try to put your negativity, <laughs> your frustration into something good. And actually, I had to make this uh, second album of my solo project, so I'm very grateful and glad. Even if it's a very sad moment, I uh, selfishness, <laughs> and uh, with my selfishness, I would say that it was a very, very uh, important moment in my life, you know, uh, personally, and I could make this album happening that I could never do it if I was on tour with Igor, actually. Absolutely, absolutely. And then it's something that's been coming up a lot on the podcast is us as musicians, sometimes it's hard to stop because it's a band that's yeah. moving. There's a whole bunch of moving pieces and we don't want to be the selfish person nah. to say, and I've done it when my kids were born, to say, uh, I need some time off. I, I can't go out on tour. So, so to actually be given time from the world from 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 a pandemic to stop to be with your kid is almost sort of a strange 
strange blessing and and for you to to create the second record was the record something that you had planned already that you wanted oh, to create yeah. a second recent record um, but you just didn't have the time actually i'm very faithful to the person i work with uh because they gave me a life that i couldn't have like i couldn't imagine a life like this You know, it's not a famous, uh, like I'm not a celebrity at all. <laughs> I'm kind of in the underground uh, space, the other side of uh, the music scene. But it's very nice because I, with this uh, person of Gautier, uh, Laurent, uh, Sylvain, the drummer, uh, now the new guitar player, Uh, we met each other not so long ago and it's it's been such a pleasure to be with uh, creative people like this crazy people uh, as me um, in music like we have the same passion and this doesn't have boundaries uh, you know when you you just with the right person at the right moment you do miracles whatever Yeah. It's magical when it all just clicks. Yeah, we continue to have faith uh, because we want to kind of say to people, hey, we're still here. And we still give you this energy to believe that you can do it yourself. That's our priority in this moment. Yeah, that is hard for everybody. Everybody is living the same mess. You know, we are the same mess. And consider that we are just here to give energy, to, to give the faith to people to do it themselves. Whatever they do, sculpture, paintings, uh, whatever, mechanic, science, uh, and every kind of, you know, uh, it doesn't matter. We just want to give energy, energy, because people need We absolutely all do definitely need energy right now. I get my energy from something different, though. Vox and Hops is all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their life, music, and craft <laughs> beer now. What beer are you drinking on your side? So I'm actually in, a, let's say, a break in my life because I, I had to uh, go through a personal, uh, let's say, moment in my life. So now I'm here in Mexico and I'm living in a Puerto Aventuras that is close to Puerto Maya. And I'm mm. drinking my famous, my favorite beer here. Uh, that is uh, uh, Chela Libre. Chela Libre. And for me, it's great because it's actually a very good beer. It's an IPA uh, beer. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, a little bit aromatic, but not so much. Not too, too much sugar, not too much. You know, it's bitter and sweet at the same time, but not too much. It's the equilibrate that I like. Uh, equilibrium? Equilibrium? Yeah, equilibrium. Balance, perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. And so, yeah. And I love that it's Cella Libre, and it, it shows this little... Chick. A little luchador, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a female in a fucking ring, and she's proud of herself. And for me, it's uh, kind of let's say a message that I want to uh, let's say deliver tonight with this beer because 
I don't want to show a message like, oh, I'm drunk, it's cool to drink. Uh, people doesn't need that because they don't need this because it's actual, this actual world always wants you to go to temptations and stuff. And I'm not this kind of person. I just want to show to people this little uh, character that is very funny, but it represents a woman that is proud of herself. I just want to be free. That's it. I love that. I love that. And I've heard excellent things about the Mexican craft beer scene just exploding. Uh, it makes me very excited to go back on tour and to get back uh, down to Mexico. To me too. My Jerry me Nayeli, too. Who listen to the podcast all the time. This is Coup de Foudre. This what? is brand new. Uh, just so came cool. out basically today. Le Grand Bois. What and, kind of uh, say it can be? Grand Bois. It's actually... It's actually, yeah, that's the name of the brewery. Kutfoder uh, is the name of the beer. It's a German pilsner. So so the Quebec, well, I'm from Montreal, uh, the Quebec craft beer scene is exploding backwards, going to the classic styles of brews. And this is one of those. Uh, shout out to uh, Dom from uh, Les Grabois, uh, making sure I got this brew. I'm going to pour this out. I want to go backwards. I want to hear about your very first beer. Do you remember the first beer that you've drank, Lo? I think it was a very bad one because we didn't have money. I was living in a village, kind of, in Normandy, in the north of France. Uh, and I was hanging out with my bro. Uh, we were, like, drinking, like, very crap. <laughs> like, it was very, very, like, uh, the taste of shit, actually. Uh, no, no, peace, peace. Oh, uh, better, better. Uh, Socks juice. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, the vivre. Just, just delicious. I think it's the kind of beer that I taste for the first time. But the best alcohol, actually, that I tasted in my life was in my... Uh, how do you call it? Because I went to the church, right? So I'm a, um, I did my uh, communion and my confirmation and all that stuff. And for the first time in my 12 years, I had uh, the right to, to drink... Uh, an alcohol of apple from my uh, Normandy. That was very, very, uh. very the, the first thing I liked because it's when I fell in love with alcohol, I guess. Sounds delicious. This is delicious. Cheers. It's got a perfect like, oh, cereal yeah. bite. Cheers. Cheers. You don't, don't fuck with this. Don't fuck with this man, huh? <laughs> Please don't. Uh, <laughs> let's go backwards into yeah. music now. I would like to hear about the soundtrack of your youth. When you were growing up in your parents' or guardians' house, what music was playing when you were not in control of the music? What music did your parents or guardians <laughs> So my mom was a, a very, very Catholic uh, person. So every Sunday, she, br she brought me to the church. And so I was hearing choirs, and, and I think it's the thing that I love the most uh, in my life. When I heard those choirs, I was very shocked to myself, and it had a very, very resonance inside of me, and I couldn't, I couldn't explain what it was, but I was just, well, this is what I want, you know? when you understand that it, this is what you need, those choirs. And then, of course, I have a five years uh, brother older than me, and he 
he was uh, listening all those uh, 90s bands, metal bands, like uh, Sepultura, um, uh, Pantera. And when I was 12 years old, I, I was uh, <gasps> so excited about those bands. I was jumping all around the house like, ah! And, and I think it was my first uh, crush in music, this energy that I found also in Mozart and in Bach and in uh, uh, Chopin. Uh, you know, I think music is a very beautiful language. And that in my childhood, I was very, really lonely, little, little girl. And I was spending most of time hearing music or uh, doing my stuff in my brain. You know, I was imagining a world my mind and it was kind of a, I was not incarnated really I was not really on earth at this time I was kind of you know <laughs> waiting for something but I was a sponge so I took a lot from uh, like my brother loved also you know Michael Jackson and he was like repeating the gestures front of the TV and I was like a little girl looking at him, like, oh, it's good. I like it. And you know, and he was also listening to Sepultura, and I was like jumping with him, like in the fucking couch. And also, when my mom went back to 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 her work, she was listening Dinosaurs and stuff like that. And my father, that he left when I was three years old, so I don't have. A, good connection with my father but I know that he was on uh, soul music like uh, uh, more the, uh, a jazz or soul music like Aretha Franklin or this kind of or even uh, yeah so uh, you know it's very very scattered I don't really know where it comes from which explains a lot because you are all over the place and I love that about you you have no boundaries. Your voice has no boundaries. You can do anything with it. It's it's very admirable. Oh, thank you. You have complete artistic freedom in, in whatever project you seem to be yeah, part of. Because it's uh, what I understood very, very early in my in my life. In my I have a little life. I'm 36 years old right now. But what I understood about this life is that it's never done. You always have to learn. You always have to pick up ideas from nature, from movies, from... You know, I pick up my ideas not from music, actually, because I don't listen so much music in my life. What inspires me a lot, it's nature, it's people, look at people, how they react, how they... You know, I found my inspirations with a lot of things that are not music, actually. That's why I, I love uh, cinema. I, I, I would be a director if I couldn't do music. If I couldn't sing, I would be a director. Because I love to put in scene something, uh, to show a story, even if it's not in the same language as anybody knows. But it would be a message. Because people are reacting with music, are reacting with... Because it talks to their soul directly. There's no filters. That's what I like about music and cinema. It's because it talks to the heart of people immediately. 
There is no filters. You can't lie in this. All people will say, oh, I like it, or I don't like it. There will be, uh, there will be no pity here. That's what I love about music. There's no lies. When you are composing and you hear something and do you, you visualize a scene as if you're directing, basically. And then when you add an extra layer, it's as if you're, you're painting an extra layer on a painting. Almost. Yeah, it's a painting. For me, it's, uh, I'm dancing, I'm painting, I'm, I'm doing everything. You know, I'm in a state really, really, really strange, actually, because I don't even know. It's kind of um, a trance. I'm a vector. I'm a vector. I'm a kind of a vector. I'm a tube. I'm kind of a tube. And I let myself cross by. That's it. I just let myself cross by. I don't control anything here. I just know how to do it. That's, that's my only, <laughs> actually, that's my only power, is that I can direct it. But I'm just a vector to those emotions, to those uh, things that comes to me that I can go, that I can let go for people. And it's kind of, you know, I put it in my mouth to, to, put, to put it and I serve it to people. That's my... That's my mission here. <laughs> are, are there moments that you have something in you, a creative idea that you need to get out of you? And is that something that gnaws at you and you, you feel trapped until it is out of you? Uh, it's a, you know, it's not simple question. Because uh, life, you know what is life? It's something that you cannot control. The only thing you can control is what you do with yourself. Okay. You have no control about what is happening outside. Tomorrow I can die with a car. I can, I can lose my passport. I can, you know, everything can happen. But what is sure about this state of what music is, is living inside of me? It's a, it's, yeah, it's a life. And I don't know why. It's kind of something that is maybe as, surviving state because wherever I am I will be in the state of mind that I need to create now now I need to I need to give what I had because this this kid smiled at me because this sun is still here you know shining and all that stuff that I need to give to people I don't know why it's a it's not easy to to answer this question stop do you have do you have like a recording device that you can just record yourself or is it yeah i need i need to record are you afraid to lose it sometimes yeah. too i take it easy you know what <laughs> i'm very 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 protective with my own uh it's very crazy actually because it's a uh, something so precious for me that I don't want to put dust on it in any case. So what I do is that I keep it fresh all the time. I need to keep it fresh. So I very face, like very, very, very careful. When I have an idea, I let it go the most I can. Like I don't want to touch it. I just want it to express it it's in itself. And one day it's ready, and I don't know how it, it's 
it just come into my, my mouth and I can record it. It's time to. Interesting. How do you deal with deadlines? Because a lot of artists have deadlines and you're, you're put to, to a time frame. It's always in the background of my head. When I have to, let's say, when I have to, for example, work for Igor album. Let's say the last mm -hmm. album, Spirituality mm -hmm. and Distortion. I always had the song in my head, like in loop. And I work all day long, even if I'm doing other things. I will be with you talking, but at the same time, I am in the, yeah, it's going on. It's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's very complicated because people doesn't understand that sometimes. But you are like with a person, and <laughs> she's talking to you, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like putting your inspiration and oh yeah listen to you yeah, yeah, yeah I'm here I'm here but the person of course is not an idiot at the, the end of the day hey come on you are not listening to me I, you know me you know me too much what can I say? You, you need a very, a very understanding partner in situations like that uh, to, to keep you in check and, and to, to, to respect your creative it's process. It's very hard to have friends, actually. You need artist friends. That's, that's what we need. Because <laughs> we all suffer together. All my friends are creative people, of course. Um, but we don't see each other so much because we know. We know so much <laughs> how it is impossible to live with each other because we are impossible people. <laughs> we stay apart and we love each other so much, but we stay apart <laughs> because we know that one day we will be together on tour or whatever. So, yeah, no, 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 I don't want to see you now. Yes. <laughs> because I know when we will see each other, it will go like, <laughs> and so let's be calm. <laughs> you do have the part of the spirituality and distortion, my favorite moment of the record, and I was obsessed with it when it came out. Uh, polyphonic Thank rust you. near the end of the track when everything breaks down and it's just you and a bunch of harmonies of you. Oh, just, just so good. And you know, it was a crazy time in my life. I was uh, kind of divorcing <laughs> and wow. uh, it was a crazy time and I was like recording when I can, five minutes, mm -hmm. 10 minutes in a studio in Paris in uh, the 11th quarter in Genesee where I went to do my master classes and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, I have like, okay. So I needed to go 30 minutes metro and I had to go to this uh, studio session and this time I said to Gauthier, listen, today is the day. I'm going to record the last song. And it will be all right. It will be all right. Don't worry. Because he was kind of hurry, like, hey, Lord, what are you doing? We have deadline. And I was kind of late. I'm professional. But when you professional, uh, sorry, you're, uh, it's the beer, actually. I started to be drunk. There's the professional life and there's the intimate life. And sometimes things are going crazy in your intimacy. And you're like, fuck, I have to do this album tomorrow. But I fight all day long. What can I do? And you lost and you, you have to... Because I'm so faithful to my projects that I cannot abandon my friends. 
So I always choose to go right in the right way where I can go to the studio and just do it. So it's the story of uh, poly. What's what's the title of this song? Polyphonic Rust. Polyphonic Rust. Um, because with Gautier, when we work, we are crazy titles. <laughs> we don't even uh, use. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did that in one day, actually, and he mm. was crazy over it, so he kept it. Yeah, I did. I did like choirs of many voices, and he said, "Wow, it's wonderful!" And we were about to do another song, actually, that I did before, and he said, mm, "I would, I would like to have the samples into my song. What do you think?" I said. Mm, it would be nice to do another thing and I tried something else and then this song appeared it was like magic one of those moments with Gautier there's always magic happening with this man oh yeah so exciting so exciting to be around people like that uh, for, for Rissa I, I really discovered it by accident I was super tired after work my kids were playing I had put on like a, a playlist on my phone and a track played it was the first single and I was like what is this this it made me think of there's a Quebec artist named Jaren who uh, when she started out she just plays cello and she makes sounds with her voice and it she used to be slightly heavier now she's sort of gotten a bit more mainstream over the years which is cool i still appreciate her but that first album was i was obsessed with it so so i was like what is this and it made i was too tired but i got up off the couch and i checked it and i was like the first album is hard actually i know that it's hard to listen until the end the first album is so shy there's a lot of things that are not assumed and it's kind of a debut album that I assumed because I didn't want to do an album actually you know uh, I did that by uh, accident <laughs> just an accumulation of tracks is that it I did a lot of songs and uh, from uh, my 18s you know it was stuck in my head but I really realized that I should do it because a friend of mine that I loved a lot died and always, 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 he was painting on my songs and he would say to me, help, help me, your songs, you have to do it, please Lord, do your album. And he died and not even, yeah, maybe two weeks after that, Blood Music contacted me because they saw a track on Laurence Lunoir, the singer of Igor, and they said, wow, it's so beautiful. It was a cover, actually. It was Ladyners by uh, Henri Purcell, this composer that I love so much. And they were in love with this, and so they proposed me to do an album. And so I said, uh, yes, but I'm not ready. And so in, in, in two months, I collected all my songs, all my tracks, and I did an album with this, and I gave them, and they said, okay, we produce it. That was my first album. 
because I wanted to be, I wanted to be faithful to my friend. I promised him. What 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 was different this time around? The second album is a, an album of maturity, because I uh, I'm a I'm a child still, but I think I really learned a lot of things, you know. Uh, but this is an album, of course, of a deception love again. All I, um, I think all my albums are about uh, what is to be love, what is the, what it is to be a human in this earth, what it is to, uh, because I want to, to talk to humans in the most simply way, because I am human, so I don't want to, uh, to make a fake uh, identity to prove to people that I'm better. In my music, I want to show to people that I'm a human and that I just want people to understand what is it good, what is good here, over here, what is good to take and what is bad to take and what is good to just let it go and what is good to what is toxic, what is not, to try to, I just want to help them by my, because I know that music talks to the heart directly, so I want just to help people with my own life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going through the same mess, so why not helping when you are able to? Absolutely, absolutely. I can't be a nun, I can't be a, a nurse, I can't be a... So, I'm good at it. Let's do it. Let's let's help people because it helps them. I received so many messages of people that are helped. Actually, I don't want to go through the oh, like heal the world. You know, I'm not this kind. <laughs> I don't want to do like <laughs> like noise around it. I just want people to wake up because it's time to wake up. You have to do your life. That's it. That's it. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hobsons? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right. I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. This is a Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops episode. Now, I know that Igor 
has only come through Montreal one time. Uh, do you have any memories of that? Uh, I don't remember so much. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I remember a man that talked to me after the show and told me that... Uh, Oh, we want you here more often. And they were uh, like opening their uh, musicality uh, in their venue to other people more in the underground music. So I like this idea that they were open to more, even more uh, underground music, music that you don't hear on the radio, that you don't used to it. And I love this about this man, that he was open to it. Yeah, I remember that. I love that, too. Um, let's talk about energy. Uh, you're talking about energy a lot. Music is energy. Life is energy. Uh, right now, you cannot get that reciprocal energy of performing. So, so how have you been filling that void? Uh, as a human, I understand totally those... Like, when the news happened, I didn't even knew about the COVID. Like, I learned one day before I was touring with Igor because we just had this uh, album. We, we were done with this album and we were going on tour. It all, everything was settled. So when I had this phone call about my booking manager, hey, it's not happening. Tomorrow you don't go to Real Souls. Tomorrow you don't, you won't go to this tour. Everything is cancelled. There's the COVID epidemic that is ruining the world right now. Like everybody's dying from this. Did you hear about it? No. Uh -huh. I was shocked for two days, three days. I couldn't even like I was drinking. I was depressed. And then. I said to myself, okay, so people need even more. People need even more music. So we continue. And it's what we said with uh, everybody. We continue, no matter what. Continue to do our, what we do every day, actually. It doesn't change. We will be stuck in our apartment with our computer, with our microphone guitar, whatever what, but we will continue to give this to people because they need it. They need to uh, uh, intensify to music. They need to. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs art, whatever it is. Movies, paintings, scenes, they need it. Everybody needs that. And I will struggle, I will fight until my last breath for this to happen because it, people need art. They need vision of people. They need to recreate with another human. They need to see the mirror of themselves into art. This is my mission here. During this COVID, it's all I can do. This is my mission. That's it. I love it. I, I absolutely love that. Uh, I'm in a band with Ali Pinar, mm -hmm. who plays for Cattle Decapitation. Mm. 
You were on my death dear Atlas. Travis. I was gonna say, obviously, Travis hooked that up. So, so t- talk to me about that experience. We never met, actually. It's very weird. Really? Yeah, I wish, I wish, but we never met because he was always on tour. I was always on tour, and we were about to meet in a show with Igor, but it was not happening with the COVID. So now things are like I heard like uh, two years ago that this man was listening to my first album in loop in his car and I heard from a a friend of him and I was like okay good let's listen to (laughs) to this song of him and I discovered uh, a very good singer Oh yeah, and I felt that this man had somebody new, had something new. Sorry, in his voice to uh, create the thing that I like. When I was thinking of my song Doris, that actually there's uh, animations happening for this song. Oh, very exciting! Uh, it will be ready soon. So. I was so excited about this song because I wanted to scream from the earth, from the... How do you call it in English? The hole that is in the belly, the organs. Your diaphragm, your Organs. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted it to, 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 to explode from the earth. Like the, the deep coming from the earth and explode and I wanted to scream that represent this at the end of the song so in my head I said okay you like my first album this man told me hey I listened to your album six months in a row in my car (laughs) because it was stuck in my (laughs) fucking car but it was so beautiful and it's Travis Ryan you know it's not you know and I said to myself okay so this is the man for this screaming. I want this uh, animal screaming from the the outre-tombe, we will say in French. Outre-tombe, yes. the Chateaubriand. From the outre-tombe. From uh, the uh, deep house. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. It's funny how life works and you, we get connected with people and they end up filling these holes that we had. It's just amazing. And I, the more that I talk to people, the more that I see that happening. And I love that. And Travis is it amazing. Is amazing. Um, let's talk about craft beer once more. Um, if you could make a beer for yourself, something that you would drink that, that represents you, what beer would that be? What style of beer? Now, what would you call it? Spicy, crazy, uh, smart. Spicy, crazy, smart beer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what percentage would that be? The most you can do. <laughs> to have a, Quebec, I want sensations. That, that I need sensations, you know. <laughs> ten, ten degrees. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Let's wrap this up with one last question. A classic wrap-up question at this point. Uh, It probably never happens to you, but every once in a while it happens to everyone. What is your hangover cure? (laughs) 
to make love. Mm. So that's the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> it does help a bit though. This is my cure for everything. <laughs> Lal, thank you so, so much for taking time talking to me about your life, music, and Thank craft you. It beer. was awesome. I am truly honored. Big, big fan. And I can't wait to hang out in person me and to hear too. more about your, your artistic endeavors. I think it's very, very, very inspiring and creative. And uh, just keep spreading that energy because the world needs oh, it. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I'm already in my third album, actually. And uh, yeah, we continue. Anyway. Good. Thank you so much. That's exciting. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Now, I cannot tell you how excited I was for this conversation. Um, I am a huge fan of Lal's work. I have been since the very first time I heard her sing on anything what a beautiful voice yet also she can just do anything she wants with her voice she can be aggressive it's just insane i had such a blast connecting with her and listening to her speak about her creative approach her artistic integrity and her mission to create art for the world I absolutely, absolutely love that. Massive thanks to Lal for giving me the chance to have this conversation. I cannot wait to listen to the future things you create for the world. If you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast's mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened throughout the past week in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, including all the details for any episodes which I have dropped throughout that past week. If I have been a guest on someone else's podcast, any pertinent information for any cool projects that I have in the works, such as Brutal North America, as well as the updated links to the Thirsty Thursday Virtual Hangs and the links to the Brutal Awakenings playlist, which is available on both Apple Music and Spotify and is curated by my man, Jerry Monk, the metal architect himself. So please do me a favor and sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list because there is just so much going on in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. I would hate for you to miss a single thing. The Vox and Hops Metal Podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media. I have one more episode coming up this Friday, but until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. 